open in front of you, you see verses 1 and 2. David is in desperate distress. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me and I'm distraught. Absolutely distraught is the message of this psalm in verses 1 and 2. You'll see in verse 4, language of anguish and suffering. In verses 6 and 7, he wants to just get out of there. I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee far away. And then in verses 12 to 15, we work out why. In verses 12 to 15, we see that David has been betrayed, stabbed in the back. Somebody who he thought was a friend has now become somebody who he's at conflict with. It is painful. It is bitter. And David is devastated by it. And the whole psalm is just him chucking this on God, laying this on the Lord again and again. Lord, hear me. This is my circumstance. Throwing it on God. And then when we come to verse 16, he says, that has made all the difference. Here's the turning point in verse 16. But I call to God and the Lord saves me. Evening, morning and noon, I cry out in my distress. And you know what? He hears me. He ransomed me unharmed from the battle, from the battle waged war against me, even though many oppose me. So having given us his example, verses 1 to 21 is all I, 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 I. Suddenly, verse 22, the verse we're in tonight, he starts to preach to us. If that's been the example, let's read together verse 22, where suddenly he gives this exhortation to you. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Amen. This is God's word to us tonight. Uh, One of the things that's really interesting about being in a room this size is the variety, right? So all of us in here have different backgrounds, different lives. No two of us have had the same day. No two of us have had the same week, the same year, the same life. And even if we had, we wouldn't feel the same way about it. We've all got different personalities. Some of us are nervous. Some of us are more excitable. Some of us are depressive. Some of us are so laid back, we're horizontal. We all have different lives. Uh, Maybe your life is a bit like David's. Maybe you've been betrayed. Uh, Maybe you're in conflict and you're feeling that verse 4, my heart is at anguish within me. Maybe that's you tonight. Uh, For others of us, life right now, life at the moment will be pretty good. Some of us are in times of rejoicing. Some of us are just kind of slow to middling, right? That's kind of just ticking over, normal life. But David says to each and every one of us, all of us, verse 22, Cast your cares on the Lord. Cast your cares on the Lord. In this room, there's a variety of cares, right? Some of us are concerned about some things. Others don't really care about those things. Some people care about football. Some people don't. Some people have different things going on in life. There's a variety of burdens in the room. That word care is actually a really interesting word. It literally means your lot in life. Whatever your lot in life is, there's a lot of different lots. Just throw it on the Lord. That's the message of this verse. Cast your life, your circumstance, your situation, whatever you're in, your friends, your family, your work situation, your trials, whatever that is, throw it on the Lord. That's David's direction for our mouth, right? Tonight, what what should we pray? We should cast our cares on the Lord, whatever those may be. Lay on God whatever has been laid on you. That's the message of this verse. And it's pretty broad, right? 
So whether you're with David in something that's extremely challenging, whether you're with David and being hyper-emotional about that challenge, cast it on the Lord. If that's the kind of swimming the channel of life circumstances and you're thinking, but my week this week is just like a little 50-meter swim, that's okay. If this psalm covers swimming the channel, it can cover swimming a 50-meter swim. But likewise, if you're thinking this week is gargantuan for me, I've got stuff on... Man, I don't even know how. That's where David's at. He says, cast your care on the Lord. Whatever you're facing, whatever your situation is, whatever your lot, cast it on him. Amazingly, he's interested, right? Cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you. He's interested. Uh, When Peter copies this verse, he says, cast your anxiety on the Lord. Why? Because he cares. He's interested in hearing. Do you see that in verse 1? Flick back over the page. Psalm 55 verse 1. He's desperate. Listen to me. But then we come to verse 17. And we see, I cry out in my distress. And he hears me. I want him to hear me. And he does. We're casting our cares on a God who's listening. And in verse 22, he invites us. Tell me what's going on. And it's not because he just wants to be kept in the loop. This isn't like, oh, I don't know what's going on in your life right now, Martin. Tell me. He knows everything. It's not that. It's like Bono in U2. Psalm 22 cries out, listen to me now. I need to let you know. You don't have to go it alone. Psalm 22 is saying, you're not in this alone. Cast it on me. You don't have to go it alone. Cast it on me. God wants us to cast it upon him. Why? Because we need to but also because he wants us to. He's interested. Now, I know this is really anti or kind of Edinburgh, self-sufficient, I depend on me, Beyonce mentality. It's against our pride. We want to say, I can do this. I've got this. David says, you don't. Stop kidding yourself. We know this is out of your hands. We know you can't hack it. Life is more than any of us can really bear alone. He says, come to your senses come to your knees in prayer the strength to stand up in life is found not inside you but in casting your cares upon the Lord if that's the direction of our mouths here's the reason in our hearts come with me again to verse 22 mouths cast your cares on the Lord hearts are asking why and he will sustain you he will never let the righteous fall For David, he'd lent pretty hard on his friends. And you know what? When he actually went to put his weight on those friendships, it was like a bad footing. It didn't take his weight. Slipped out from under him. Betrayed. His friends would have seen him fall. Relying on himself would have seen him fall. But he says, you know what? I've lent on someone that never gives way. I have lent heavy. And I've not been allowed to fall. That's the reality of the God of this psalm, isn't it? David's pouring himself out on him. And then in verse 16, 17, 18, we realize God sustained him. That's why he preaches this message to us in verse 22. It's his experience. It's his testimony. I'm casting. He's sustaining. My life blows, but he's sustaining. That's the God of this psalm. That's the God of the Bible, isn't it? Flick one psalm back with me to Psalm 54. And in verse 4, just really clear. What's God like? Surely God is my help. The Lord is the one who sustains me. God is a sustaining God. Isaiah 40, those who hope in the Lord, their strength is renewed. 
That's how God sustains. Deuteronomy 33, God is our refuge and underneath supporting, carrying, sustaining are the everlasting arms. This is who God is. Colossians 1.29, to this end I labor with all his strength, which he is powerfully working through me, sustaining me for mission and ministry. He is the God that gives daily bread, meets daily needs, sustains in that way. If you've been going to growth groups, you'll know from 2 Corinthians, he's the God that daily sustains for mission. That's the testimony of God's word to us. God is a God who sustains his people, but it happens as they rest on him. Do you see the and? Cast your cares and he will sustain you. You've got to lean. Now, whatever that is for you tonight, if you're thinking my circumstances is like dropping the bucket, or if you're thinking my circumstances is like a deluge of despair, it's okay. God says, come to me. You can talk to me. Tonight, whatever you bring, know that he cares about your cares. So bring them to him in prayer. Maybe that's something you need to think about privately, that you don't do much. Time to pray more honestly with God. You can be honest with God. The Psalms are honest with God. Tonight, that's what we're here for, isn't it? We're going to pray about our group cares and group concerns as a church. We're just going to bring them to the Lord. We're going to leave them with him. Let me give you two really quick examples of casting your cares on the Lord and being sustained. Now I want to give you one massive one to make you realize you can take huge things and one absolutely trivial waste of time one to let you know that you can bring your boring life and cast it upon God. First one, George Muller, amazing man. He ran an orphanage that within the course of his lifetime cared for 10,000 children. Okay, some of you look after like one child and you go gray like bam. This guy, 10,000 children in his lifetime, right? That's hectic. Someone asked him, George, how are you so calm in the midst of this hectic day with so many uncertain things about the orphanage? Listen to Muller's wisdom. I rolled 60 things onto the Lord today. Rolled them onto, don't you love that picture? That's amazing vocab. Rolled them onto God. That's casting cares, just shifting the weight. I can't take it, but the Lord can. That's a pretty big casting, isn't it? 10,000 souls. Amazing. Here's a trivial one. I used to work for a guy called Johnny. He was a tree surgeon. Uh, One time, me and Johnny had been to the shops. We were driving back, and we ran over his cat. So the next morning, Sunday morning, we find his cat in a bush, and it's got one mangled arm. This cat's in a bad way. So we take it to the vet, and then we go to lunch at his parents' house. And then Johnny's dad says, or Johnny says to his mum, let's pray about it. So they go to pray about it. And Johnny's dad says, you can't bother God about things like that. This is the God of the universe. You can't tell him about cats and whether you should pay money to have a three-legged cat or a dead cat. Like you can't have that conversation with God Almighty. But you know what they did? And it's trivial, right? Cats. Johnny's dad also said, cats, people will give you a cat. Just kill it. But they prayed. He actually said, just shoot the thing. But they live in the country, it's okay. So whatever the cares are, right, whether we're talking 10,000 souls or whether we're talking cat amputation, you can cast it on the Lord. And you know what? They were both sustained. Johnny was able to, to make it through that day. It's trivial, right? Maybe your life's trivial this week. Nothing major, just ticking over. Or maybe it's massive. But here's what Psalm 22 says. For us tonight, as we pray for the concerns of the church, privately, as we pray before we come to the Lord's table, Cast your cares on the Lord. Mouths, give him your life. 
hearts. Why? He is a God who sustains. Look at the very last line of this psalm and we'll finish with that. But as for me, this is casting, I trust in you. Let's pray. I think Paul's going to